Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor, Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Hello, Mark. How are you? Hey, Mike. I'm good. One of the things that poems do uh, each week is remind us to critically look at what we do and, and what we're practicing. You know, is it evidence-based? You got a good poem uh, this week. It comes from the BMJ. I'll give you the citation in a moment. But it relates to uh, diuretics, particularly thiazide diuretic. As listeners know, these have been a mainstay of therapy for primary hypertension they may not know that hydrochlorothiazide uh, was traditionally used in much higher doses, 50 uh, to 100 milligrams a day. Th- these higher doses were associated, uh, not surprisingly, with some uh, electrolyte abnormalities. Uh, since then, uh, we've moved to lower dose therapy, which seem to be just as effective and have much fewer side effects. The drug chlorothalidone, a, a thiazide-like diuretic, has also been shown to be effective and to be perhaps a little bit better at reducing cardiovascular events and mortality, at least compared to hydrochlorothiazide. We're still a little bit unclear on how these uh, drugs, these thiazide diuretics work uh, to decrease blood pressure. The blood pressure response somehow seems to require initial volume loss. The maximum drop in blood pressure seen in a few weeks is uh, over 12 weeks that it can continue to fall and get to its nadir with the current dose. One of the cautions that all of us give to people who we are about to prescribe thiazide diuretics to is to avoid taking the pill after dinner so as not to be up all night with nocturia. Is this evidence-based? You found a poem. It was published in the BMJ, BMJ Open. It attempts to answer the uh, clinical question, do patients who use once-daily thiazide diuretics tolerate a bedtime dosing? Mark, is this something that we can can think about doing? Well, um, this is a part of a study called BedMed in Canada, and it's a follow-on. There was a big Spanish study that found this huge reduction in cardiovascular events when people just took their blood pressure meds at night. Then a big British trial found absolutely no effect or no difference between groups. And so now that we're, we have other studies that are trying to either replicate or refute the Spanish trial. And in this one, uh, people could be enrolled if they were taking a single tablet for daily dosing of an antihypertensive. And some of those um, single doses, like lisinopril hydrochlorothiazide, included a thiazide diuretic. They were randomized to either switch to nighttime dosing or to continue a morning dosing. And this report, this study here, looks at the adherence of 579 patients within the trial who switched to nighttime dosing and compared those whose regimen included a thiazide with those whose regimen didn't. After six months, 77% who were using a diuretic reported adherence to nighttime dosing, so about three quarters, versus 90% if they didn't have a diuretic. So having a diuretic did reduce adherence a little bit. Um, This was statistically significant difference. Nocturia was the reason given for non-adherence by over half of the non-adherent diuretic users. Makes sense. Of those still adherent, uh, the median difference in nighttime urination was one more urination per week if taking a diuretic. I suspect it was probably higher in those who ended up becoming non-adherent. Maybe that's why they became non-adherent. Over Among the entire cohort, both the adherent and non-adherent patients 
14% more diuretic users did consider that Nocturia was a major burden. So bottom line, about three out of four patients who switch uh, to daily dosing of a single dose thiazide at night are able to adhere to that for at least six months. Uh, this, it, there are certainly some people who don't tolerate it. The study may overestimate the tolerability of nighttime dosing because patients who already had nocturia and knew it or had already tried and didn't tolerate nighttime dosing may not have been willing to participate in the bed med study. So that there may be a little selection bias there. So just to go back to the bigger question, um, is there a reason that we would want to give someone their pills at night? Yeah, there's this theory that nocturnal hypertension um, in some patients is actually associated with a higher risk of cardiovascular events during that time. I think the peak time for MI, if I remember right, was like around five in the morning. Mm. And there are these folks who appear to be you know, at least in the Spanish trial, did better, had lower mortality uh, if they took their blood pressure meds at night. On the other hand, the British trial didn't find that at all. There were a lot of people critical of elements of the Spanish trial, said, man, it doesn't, doesn't seem, seem too good to be true. And so we'll see. I think the main thing is if somebody really wants to take their medication at night, we shouldn't discourage it if it's more convenient for them. Also, just a quick question. Do you know, were there gender differences? Uh, did, did uh, females or males, uh, were they more or less bothered by this? I'd have to go back and check. I, I would suspect men might be more bothered because they tend to have, you know, obviously prostate issues right. as they get older. Yeah. But I think that the effect was seen in both men and women. There was nocturia in both men and women that was bothersome. But you're right. It may have been worse in men. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk with you again in a week. Sounds good. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. 